The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Is it true that white farmers are having their farms taken from them? Yes, it's insane to see the liberal media right now saying that Trump is a conspiracy theorist. This is all lies because this is quite public knowledge. The South African government has said they're doing it. They've started seizing their first couple hundred farms. Now, what the liberal media are trying to spin it as is they're saying, oh, the government, first of all, they're saying this is in the Constitution, so it's allowed. Yes, you can amend your country's laws to do any number of horrible things. You can amend your country's laws to say Jews aren't humans or white land can be taken, right? right. So they just amended the yep. laws to say we can steal from white people. And that is what is occurring in South Africa. And I'm so glad that Trump has called this out because the UK government said, we need land reform. Every other government has been completely silent on this topic because they are afraid of pissing off the South African government, which it shouldn't matter. What they are doing is unethical. We should call it out. Any nation that believes in property rights and not discriminating against people's skin color should call this out. Well, the thing is, Lauren, this this is also isn't new. This didn't just start happening a week ago. They've They've amped it up. But this goes back a decade when they started doing this stuff. Right. So when Mandela came in, he said the goal was they wanted to take land from white people from the start. They wanted it to be a, uh, a nation where mostly the Bantu people own the land. But what's crazy is Mandela at least said they wanted to compensate white farmers for the land. So uh-huh. the current ANC is even more radical than what communist Mandela was proposing for the policy because they aren't giving any compensation at all. They're just stealing the land from these farmers. Now, are they injuring the farmers? Well, this is something that uh, is is a little more controversial to talk about. The land issue is 100%. We know they're stealing uh, land from farmers based on their race. The other side to this is there are farm attacks going on against South African bore white farmers constantly where they are being tortured raped just horrific things and a lot of this comes from the rhetoric in the nation that everything is white people's fault they deserve to be punished for the crimes of apartheid even though of course uh, it wasn't all whites that participated or created that system and Another thing that is very scary is there is a successful politician in South Africa, one of the second largest parties there called the Economic Freedom Fighters, who has said, we don't quite want to kill whites yet, but no promises for the future. And he has sung songs about killing whites. He has said we need to cut the throat of whiteness. Ah. So, well, white farmers are not being killed yet. There are politicians that are elected in South Africa saying that may very well be the plan for the future. Okay, so we have no proof yet. The, the reason I bring that up, obviously, is you know, the president tweeted, I have asked Secretary of State at Sec Pompeo to closely study the South African land and farm seizures and exp- uh, expropriations. Uh, I'm sorry, ex. Yeah, expropriations. And the large yeah. scale killing of farmers. South African government is now seizing land from white farmers. So oh, killing no, of it, farmers. It, It is a fact that there are a large-scale killing of farmers in South Africa. I I just, it's not confirmed whether it's the government facilitating it or not. But if anyone can look into it, one of the most dangerous jobs on earth to to work is as a 
farmer in South Africa. <laughs> okay, so give us an idea of um, of how this is being laid out with them taking farms because they've already taken some, and I imagine that more are coming. Right. So right now, why the liberal media is trying to say this isn't a big deal is the first farms that are being taken are are farms called fallow land. So it's land that's not currently being used. But if people know anything about farming, it's that you have to rotate where you are putting your crops. Otherwise, you will overuse the land and make it entirely unusable. So there are white farmers that are leaving their land fallow so that it will be healthy and they can plant crops there later. Uh, And then the government is just coming in and taking those. And this is, this is an extremely scary thing because first of all, I've been through the Bantu stand farming areas. These are the black tribal homelands. And most of the land there have these huge cracks and rivets in it from over farming. And that land is practically useless for decades afterwards. And white, the white farmers, the boar farmers, as well as black farmers, they feed about 2,000 people per farmer. So you get rid of this fallow land from farmers, you give it away to people who don't know how to farm. Not only are you taking away a food source for thousands of people, but you are potentially damaging the land for decades afterwards by giving it to people who don't know how to farm it. And we know that the ANC are not going to be giving this farming land to expert farmers. They're going to be giving it to friends of their party. They're going to be giving it to political uh, operatives. They're going to be giving it to people who uh, are going to support them because that's what this is. This is a policy brought in for votes, not to do something ethical. So what is the what is the overall take from the average South African? Um, is it evenly split? Is it down racial lines? Is most of the attitude of let's take it from the white folks? Is that from the government and a handful of people? What is What do the average people feel? Well, it, of course there are people, both black and white, who look at this and say this is horrific. This is something sure. that is going to be disastrous for South Africa, especially people who understand what went down in Zimbabwe when they took away all of the white land and suddenly... Uh, A few years later, they lost a huge food source. Their currency collapsed. The government ended up begging for white farmers to come back. Um, It was was disastrous for the Mm -hmm. country. Now, I was talking to a Zimbabwean woman when I was in South Africa, and she was telling me about how after they stole the white land from farmers there, she fled to South Africa for opportunity so she could feed her family. And now she's terrified of what the future holds for South Africa once they drive the farmers out there because she doesn't know where to flee after that. She doesn't know where to go. Now, she's just one woman, but unfortunately, I would say right now there has been so much racial hatred and tribalism stirred up in South Africa that a large majority of the population um, do support a lot of the radical policies of the ANC, and there is an ever-growing part of the population that are starting to support Julius Malema's EFF, who genuinely want to kill white people. So a lot of this has been spurred by biased media in South Africa, constantly saying everything is white people's fault by a, a very communist mentality in the country where you should hate anyone who creates and ha- has more money than you. So there's very much so this mentality of I would rather have 100% of 10 than 10% of a billion 
right? Uh, right. So, so a lot of the people look at the white farmers and how much wealth they have and say, I don't care if it hurts my nation. I want that. And it's a very sad communist attitude, especially amongst uh, the Zulu there. So it, it's sad, but I would say there is a large part of the population that are supporting this, despite how harmful it will be for South Africa, for South Africans, black and white. Your uh, documentary Farmlands came out just two months ago. You're already at almost 1.5 million views. It's done really well, Lauren. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I think it's uh, more pertinent than ever to watch it in this era of fake news surrounding Trump's tweet right now. And I'm glad I got it out uh, so so close to this. Yeah, so what uh, I'm going to have Chris tweet out a link right now for my account so people can uh, link to Farmland so they can see. But you've got an, another one, uh, uh, Borderless. Is that out now? Yeah, no. So I just announced the pitch for my next documentary. Okay. I am no longer doing YouTube videos. I'm going to be doing full-time documentaries. And the next investigation I'm doing is on the European border crisis. Wow, that's a, kind of that's a great zone. topic, Lauren. That's a, yeah. you, what I like <laughs> about that, too, is that's one that has been covered um, from a lot of different perspectives on the small scale. And here in America, obviously, we just don't hear that much. We see some of the most horrific, you know, little scenes that come out when there's, you know, some mass murder or some woman is raped or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no one's really gone and done a full throw investigation. Of course, the electric media are far too afraid to do it. And uh, the, the right wing media, I feel like we, we sit here and we always show people the facts and the statistics. And we're like, come on, look at this. Look at this piece of paper. We've got yeah. all the numbers right. But sometimes people really need to see it on the ground. They need to see it absolutely project to understand. The, the, the emotion is part of it. Getting people facts does not get them involved. I can tell you, you know, uh, 14 child, million children go hungry a night or there's so many that need mm-hmm. adopted and people will care. But if I show you one kid right now that needs a meal and you see him, then the donations pour in. There has to be a connection with people. So that's good. But I hope in this you draw a parallel, even if it's only you touch only I'll touch on a little bit of the immigrant crisis in America and also there, because when you do that, Lauren, I think it dispels this myth that we're just racist against brown people, in particular Mexicans. It's not. Borders matter. Yeah, people need to understand, all throughout history, we have had borders, we've had culture, we've had a nation. The idea of sovereignty has been one of the most important ideas in human history. It is not a radical opinion to say we should have borders. It is a radical opinion to say we should uproot national culture, language, and sovereignty. That is what the radical opinion is. That's a great point. Lauren, thanks so much. I really appreciate the update. Good luck on the uh, projects. Keep us posted. And let us know when um, Borderless comes out, okay? Cheers. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. It's Lauren Southern. Go to laurensouthern.net, and you can uh, see, I'm sure, links to both of those as well as the one we put out. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to The Morning Blaze. When you have some time, there's another show that I think you should check out. It's the Glenn Beck Program. I think you're really going to like it. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.